Welcome to And Justice for All, the official podcast of Roosevelt University, exploring the relationship between education and justice and the transformative power of inclusive education. Hosted by Roosevelt University President Ali Malekzadeh. Welcome back to And Justice for All. It took two presidents to put together today's episode as the president of the Student Government Association, Chandler Sullivan, joined us on the podcast. Chandler is a third-year music education student with a minor in saxophone performance. He dove right into life as a Laker. On top of his work with SGA, he's a resident advisor and part of the planning team of our new Student Urban Union. Chandler has some great ideas about how to find your people at Roosevelt and to be involved. I hope you will enjoy our conversation. All right, let's get to know you a little bit, Chandler. You are from Woodstock, Illinois, a little different than downtown Chicago. So what was life like for you before coming to Roosevelt? Oh, boy. Life in Woodstock was honestly just as eventful as as I have it here. I mean, obviously, I'm super busy. I'm here and there, and I'm everywhere. I actually just got back from uh, an event through Speed and Welcome Week and all that fun stuff. So like, in like high school, I had a job uh, right before I turned 16. I had gotten a job, so I, had, I was busy with that. I was the president of my band board or my senior year, so like I was taking care of that. I was part of the musical. I was just super busy and involved in everything that I possibly could. I mean, just like as I am here. But yeah, life was honestly no different, just in a different setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Hey, you know, as long as you feel comfortable at Roosevelt, so tell me, how have your professor had an impact on you during your time here at Roosevelt? Oh, sure. Yeah, I love all my professors. Like, I don't have a single one that I can say, uh, mm, well, I didn't like them so much. <laughs> like, so each professor presents different sorts of things that I've been able to highlight throughout my college career. I'm just starting my third year, but I've learned so many invaluable lessons from say my private lesson instructor to my piano teacher to my music theory professor even to like the professors that I had in like English and I'm taking a stats course right now like I'm just learning so many invaluable things that I can take past my college career and actually into my education career Mm -hmm. they've always pushed you know like do your best work that you possibly can like we're not gonna say like you can do better you can do better because they hold you to a high enough standard and they hold you to a very reasonable standard not just like a you need to be a professional by the time you're done with my semester long class. They just, they, they want you to be fluid enough in, in the content that they provide for you. And even if there's like little catches or things like that, that you, you don't exactly understand. It's nice that they'll take the time to understand those certain concepts and get to know you like how your learning style. And, and then of course they'll get to know you as a person because like there's no way to substitute for uh, valuable teaching than, you know, personal teaching and, Obviously, our class sizes are small enough to do that. So all my professors have been able to, you know, sort of nurture a state of like, you're here to learn and we totally understand that. There's no 
issues or snags with anybody in a classroom. I, I haven't heard any problems or anything like that. Well, you know, Chandler, I'm not surprised. We have phenomenal faculty. And as you said, they do care about each individual student and do a phenomenal job in the classroom. Now, of course, last year was a major challenge because of the nasty virus. What was your biggest challenge last year? How did the Roosevelt community help you get through that? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so obviously, like, it was a, a completely different setting than what I expected. I had my freshman year as, like, a typical college career, just like, yeah, I'm here to have a good time and such. I lived in the dorms. I actually, I returned to Chicago. I stayed in the dorms for my sophomore year because I wanted to, you know, keep a consistent basis because I knew we'd have some sort of comeback from this. And so, you know, some of the challenges that I encountered was the dorms were pretty empty. Like Mm -hmm. there was a select amount of people that you could interact with. Like I, I found a couple friend groups that were hanging around and that were around, which is nice. So I had people to, you know, talk with or collaborate with because some of them were even CCPA students. And, you know, the hardest part that I had with like classes and such was doing online lessons and things like piano, uh, my saxophone lessons, uh, wind ensemble rehearsals, things like that. But then like with anything else, like, just like I said before, that the faculty were there to get you through it as best as they possibly could, because obviously, you know, nobody's really prepared for something like this, because from my understanding, the last time anything even remotely close to this was in like the 1920s. And so education preparation and things like that don't prepare you for like pandemic settings where you're going to be fully virtual. I mean, obviously, technology is consistently like upping itself and changing and things are changing. But this this all just changed everything and so the faculty at roosevelt were super accommodating and like super welcoming to new ideas and figuring everything out to make this experience as seamless as possible especially you know being from face to face all the time especially with like zoom meetings (laughs) (laughs) nobody exactly knew how to go about teaching or anything like that and so obviously organizations and, and everybody you know all their advisors and such like that they were more than willing to help figure out some events that students could do i was part of the orientation team and so the faculty in charge of that emily alvelo was like just doing her best at figuring out like what we can do for students to make them you know feel as confident as prepared for this year as we possibly could and i think we tackled that pretty well and you know i could just keep going on about like how SGA took care of things, you know, we did everything remote and we just like, we accommodated everything possible and anything that we could take care of on campus we did, but we also have that option to be hybrid. You know, it's, it was just the flexibility and the willingness to work with each individual student because, you know, faculty cares about the quality of the education and the participation and the involvement that student get. We'll come to SGA in a minute. Um, yeah. Now, while this year obviously isn't as normal as we were hoping it would be. It is much better than last year. And so what are you most looking forward to now that we started the new academic year? Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly just super excited to do everything with, like, with people instead of just like I'm, like, I'm with you here, but I'm not like with you. Mm-hmm. So like sitting in class today, like, of course, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm writing stuff down, I'm learning and listening, but that all just that all that interaction that human interaction just really does matter and it changes you know how a class feels 
especially on the CCPA side of things like rehearsals and performances, you know, we have our restrictions with, you know, just keeping each other safe and all that fun stuff. And, you know, I'm just super grateful to interact with people and go to all the events in person and, you know, mingle, connect, and just really get to know people. And instead of just like, let me send you an email and hope <laughs> they respond, you know, you can just, you can catch them right there. Be like, Hey, how's your day going? You know, cause most of the time you couldn't do that when you don't see them. Yeah. And, you know, uh, obviously you are, extremely involved on campus. Not only are you the president of the Student Government Association, you're also an RA on the Provost Hiring Search Committee, Urban Student Union Committee, and the Welcoming Week Committee. And so when you have time to study or sleep is what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... You know, one of the forgotten tools that, you know, I, I've been helping people learn to get acclimated with and accommodate is, you know, calendars in your phones and even like physical planners. Because I know I have a friend that uses physical planners like on the daily, every single time she hears something, she'll mark it in a different color. Mm -hmm. She has like 10 different colors just for each different thing. And so if, <laughs> if you look at my calendar, I'm, I'm sure you're just as busy. I've just got calendars everywhere and I, I do have spare time actually. Um, it's nice because, you know, my block is typically from like 8 a.m. to like around 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have time to, you know, in between, I, like I can stop at events like I did today. I can stop and grab a bite to eat if I need to. I can, you know, practice here and there. I, I do like I use my time wisely and I just, you know, balance it out really well. I mean, considering that I'm in involved in all the things that I am, I still have the time to mix and mingle, to hang out with my friends, to go walk by the lake if I so wanted to, you know, that all ties into like self-care and taking like that work-life balance, you know, because it really matters a lot more than people think, you know, you could, you could be the most headstrong person, but at the end of the day, you're still going to be battling these sorts of things and just taking care of yourself is just like really 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 important especially in an academic setting and two buildings that are connected where you don't need to leave yeah no hey that's great to hear and in fact you know my experience shows that the most successful students are the ones who are also engaged in the university involved in a variety of activities and uh, actually their grades are significantly higher than students who are not involved and don't show up and so forth. So I'm glad to hear that. Mm -hmm. Now give our listeners a little bit of a rundown on uh, what SGA is, what does it do, how does it help the average student on a daily basis? Yeah, so, you know, SGA is sort of like the hidden gem that I, I like to call it, you know, in sort of student orgs because you'll find the things that you're super interested in, but then, you know, student government pops out of nowhere and you're like, oh, that sounds like it'd be fun to be part of. And so student government is actually representative of the entire student body. Mm -hmm. We take our time to really breed and collaborate, you know, good relationships with professors and administrations such as yourself, you know, to really focus on and highlight student life and provide valuable learning experiences and also just experiences in general. You know, we, we continually strive to unite the student body and to completely and constantly foster a positive climate throughout the university and also, you know, withhold our mission of social justice and make sure that everything, you know, all of our values here are withheld and just everything that students are looking for 
uh, out of the university is met and that way we can be accommodative and you know get everything that the students are looking for and so they have a quality experience mm-hmm. yeah and you know it's invaluable for every university to have a well-functioning SGA so that, you know, the work of the students gets done and receives priority. Now, most people don't know that you and I visit uh, monthly so that you can bring me up to date on what the students need and where I can help and other vice presidents can help. So for this year, what are some of your goals for SGA? So I want to keep making sure that, you know, students' life is exactly what they're looking for, especially for those students that are, you know, coming out of two years of hybrid who lost their senior year of high school. You know, those minds are going to have, like, all the things that they want, that they expect, or, like, that they just, you know, want to have as a revival from their high school career ending in the way that it did. And so I really want to highlight you know, all of the events and all the orgs and all the clubs that uh, Roosevelt has to offer because it is such a wide variety and people don't even like understand the variety that we have. You know, you look on the Laker Connect, you see the first page, like, oh, cool. Like one of the first pages that always stands out to me is the Black Student Union mm-hmm. because, you know, just having those diverse groups and just having, you know, every sort of individual in the university represented and anything like that. I just want to, you know, make sure that people find their place and that they're getting the experiences that they would want or expect out of uni- out of a university setting, especially one as, you know, small as ours, but they don't realize how powerful the university really is. Yeah. And the, you know, the friendships that you form in those organizations by getting involved and it's not just friends you find in class or in the res halls, but in student organizations as well. Now, what advice would you give our students who are listening? Oh, I could give you all so much advice. <laughs> um, top, top three advice. Let's put it that way. <laughs> top three. Okay. So first step of advice is, like I said, use your calendar. Your calendar will be your best friend and make sure that you're scheduling out time to take care of yourself. Because if you don't and you end up just working on schoolwork all night, you're going to you know, look back over the night, wake up, be like, huh, I should have done something with my time. You know, I, whenever I do that sort of stuff, I block out my practice time. I block out my study mm-hmm. time and I make sure that I have time to hang out with my friends and I make sure that I have time to go home and, you know, talk to my parents. That's the biggest thing I've stayed in. Like, that's my second point is stay connected to your parents. Like, even though, you know, the newer students here, though you just got out and, you know, you're in Chicago, it's super exciting if you're out here uh, living in Chicago, like stay in touch with your parents. They like, even if you just say, Hey, like, here's like, here's something fun that I did today. It's just the simple things that go such a long way that, mm-hmm. you know, your parents would just like love to hear about anything that's happening. Cause it's such a huge step and such a difference. And like yeah. how life was, cause they lived with you for 18 years. They, they had the excitement of everything that you did. Now they rely on your word to do so. So that would be my second point is to talk to your parents. My third point is breed connections, as many connections as you possibly can. Um, like even if it's not relevant to your area of study, you really don't know the background of somebody because I've met professors, like I had my English professor, he's actually an adjunct professor who was from UIC. And he and I got, got along great. We connected on LinkedIn, all the fun stuff. Like 
you never really know people's backgrounds and exactly where they come from. They could actually connect you with some pretty high up people or just, you know, in the, like in the music world, you don't really understand how small like your area of study is until you start talking to people because I'm like, you're typically a degree or two of separation from somebody that's super successful or famous or things like that. Like, especially at Roosevelt, a lot of the professors here have amazing connections that can help you. I can't even like the word isn't even there. It's just, it's just an immaculate amount of help or just support that you can get from these people. Well, that's, you know, all, all three pieces of advice are terrific. Being connected, being connected to your family, and also uh, really taking take, being very specific about the schedule that you keep and plan the days ahead and so forth. So, you know, with all of that said, uh, why don't you share something that nobody else knows about you? Yeah, so that we can share it with our listeners, but we will all keep it a secret. It'll be just for <laughs> us as a secret. Sure. So, fun fact, I, I think you can see it on my camera. So, what I've got above me actually are my climbing shoes. Uh-huh. So, I started rock climbing about a month ago. And, you know, that's something that not too many people know. I, I've been, I started rock climbing and I do it as much as I can, you know, blocking out my schedule. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's that's one fun thing. I've I've probably got a handful of things that I can pull out. Well, that means that very soon uh, I will not be able to shake your hands because you can break my hand with your handshake. <laughs> I mean, rock climbers has amazing handshakes, right? <laughs> I will always give somebody a handshake. I love firm handshakes. <laughs> hey, it's a special talking, a special pleasure talking to you. Chandler, and oh, an you know, honor good luck to you. you. You have a lot of responsibility. And I will tell you that, again, many of the colleagues that I have uh, that are now successful were actually SGA presidents of their universities. So we do have high hopes for you and your success. <laughs> so best of luck to you. Thank you so much. It is an honor to sit here and talk, chat with you as much as possible. All right. And Justice for All is produced by Roosevelt University and is available at roosevelt.edu or anywhere you get your podcasts. The music for And Justice for All is written and produced by Jesse Case. Thanks for listening. <laughs>